0: Today on a shocking episode of Real Ghost Stories Online that 16 out of 9 taxidermists agree could cause the animals they have stuffed and preserved to suddenly spring to life. That's correct. The kind old deer head on your wall could come alive, bite your ear off, verbally assault you, and possibly bring up embarrassing moments when you thought you were all alone in that room. Just know, if it's stuffed and dead, it's still watching you, and it knows your secrets. Anyway, on this episode, we hear real ghost stories from real people. Listen as unsuspecting souls share the most scary and belief-altering moments of their life on this special Halloween edition of Real Ghost Stories Online.
1: Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your Real Ghost Story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are
2: The undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That
0: indeed it is. And 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. To share your real ghost stories with us, we'd love to hear them. Of course, you can write it at realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you like the program, you want access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, which is what we've created here over about the last 10 years or so. Uh, You also get access to advanced episodes and exclusive episodes when you become an extra podcast person. We call them EPPs. How do you get there? Sign up at ghostpodcast.com. Want to go through Patreon? We're there, too. The link is at ghostpodcast.com. Sign up through the website or through Patreon. Get access to all the bonus episodes. All that there for you to binge away on all commercial-free as well. It's uh, Tony and Todd with you here on Halloween 2022 of Real Ghost Stories (laughs) Online. I know. It's it's finally here. It's kind of hard to believe, quite honestly.
3: Time goes so fast, and the more I say this to people, the older I sound, but Uh like I'll have a a younger person say to me, oh, I can't believe four years has gone by. And I will say, wait till it's 40 years and then come crying to me, you know, because it's like it goes so fast. Halloween is is I like Christmas just fine. Mm -hmm. I like Thanksgiving just fine. I don't like the commercialism of it very much. Mm -hmm. But Halloween is absolutely my favorite holiday of all.
0: I love it. I mean, I it's, it's just filled with so many memories for me of being a kid and just trick-or-treating, and it was just good. It was positive memories. It was happy. There wasn't, like, conflict or anything like that. And then as I got older, um, a lot of Halloweens there at the radio station with you and and us do, listening to ghost stories. And people would call in, which, by the way, is pretty much kind of the inspiration uh, you know, for doing this show, having started doing that way back then. Uh, and then every single Halloween on the air, I've always done uh, a real ghost stories from real people. And it's just callers. Uh, but all the way back to broadcast day. So what, like 98, I think I probably was on the air wow. in the afternoon. I mean, I started in 96, but when I was actually on the air on Halloween. Um, so for many years that is? some Almost like 25 years of doing real ghost stories from real people.
3: <laughs> 20 years ago, this this Halloween, I did my first real paranormal investigation for the morning show. We did it at the Octagon house in Fond du Lac. Mm-hmm. We had a team come in from Madison. They investigated the whole thing. And it was at that point, uh, along with, you know, the TV shows and stuff like that, where I was like, okay, I got to check this out. Something there's more here than just, you know, uh, people, you know, ghosts under a sheet saying boo. And st- <laughs> mm-hmm. it's more than just Scooby-Doo kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, so yeah, 20 years ago, this Halloween,
0: It's crazy, and yeah, it's just amazing. (laughs) When you look back, as you were saying, it goes quicker every day. Now, people are like, oh, four years ago. Like, four years ago seems like last year. I don't know. (laughs) Like, Like, I'm horrible now. Like, it used to be I could be really good at, like, decades of music, and I still know that, like, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, but anything from like the last 20 years all kind of blends together for me. <laughs> like,
3: I, Well, because uh, when we were in
0: radio, it was a category. It was yeah. 80s, 90s, and today. Yeah. So
3: now today is 22 years because I, you know, how do you split that up?
0: I know. It's funny because some radio stations I hear still using that, the 80s, 90s, and now. So you're you're pretty much combining their 20 years of just now. <laughs> so wow it's funny because because you'd have to say what is it like the 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 2k and 2k in today i guess i don't know i guess yeah right yeah no idea ah and now we're going to start hearing from the 20s 30s and today (laughs) that imagine this like a hundred
3: years ago we're Mm -hmm. talking about prohibition and stuff like that coming very soon Mm -hmm. you know
0: yeah Oh, it's uh, it's crazy to think about. All right, as we continue to feel old, let's go to some ghost stories. 855 853 4802 is our phone number to share them with us uh, here on this Halloween. Let's go to this one. Hi.
4: Hey, Tony. Uh, this is Mike. Uh, so I'm calling about um, a, a story. About my house, uh, I bought it in uh, 2001 and uh, lived in it for a while. Met my girlfriend that became my wife, and we moved in with each other at a at her house. And so I rented my house out uh, to a a, a mil uh. Spanish military family. And, uh, and they lived there for about five years. I, uh, um, then we, uh, had our son and the area that we were living in wasn't that great. So, uh, we moved. We, uh, discontinued the lease with the renters and we moved back into my place. I was in a better area and it had carpet because my son was just beginning to walk. And uh, so the, the the hauntings or whatever you want to call it started when uh, we moved back into my house. Uh, and most of the activity was in the club room i uh the first thing that i noticed was you know when i was preparing to paint the club room when we moved back in i would find pennies like lot like a pile of pennies they were like one penny uh on the windowsill of the basement window. Uh, I found one uh, in the in the closet in the basement where the water here and the furnace is, is at. And, uh, you know, I, I found them in, like, the weirdest places. Like, you know on a shelf in the laundry room, which is also in the club room. And, um, and then, you know, I, I didn't feel any negative energy at first, uh, but it slowly started when, um, I was, I was, uh, laying, I was laying on the couch this is after we had been in there again for like, you know, maybe a couple of months. Uh, I was laying on the couch and the uh, closet door that has the water heater and all in it. Now This is a door that, you know, you have to turn the knob and open, you know, you have to do it purposefully and you know I could hear the doorknob kind of rattle a little bit and then the, the, the door opened slowly um, like halfway and then it paused and then it finished opening the rest of the way and uh it didn't close but that freaks me out I you know I was kind of like frozen in the couch. I was I I didn't want to move. And then there was another instance when um I uh when I I had come home from uh, I think maybe like shopping or something like grocery shopping and I went to I opened the basement door to go down into the club room. And I got maybe a quarter way down the stairs and I, I got this overwhelming, dreadful feeling like it was like an internal voice that said, like, do not go down there. I, I felt like if I, if I went down there, I was going to find something that I wanted no part of. Strongest, overpowering, just dread and fear. Uh, so needless to say I went back upstairs and closed the door nothing I needed down there was that important at that time and um so yeah uh, I have a couple other stories for another time but I just wanted to share that And uh, I love your show I mean I, I, I was binge watching it my whole shift tonight I work two to 10.30, and you know I, I, I start I start uh, listening to it as I leave for work and then I, I listen to it until I get until I get get off work. So uh, I do become I do plan to become an EPP because I can't imagine not listening to your show anytime soon or in the future at all. All right.
0: You guys. All right. Thank you for uh for sharing that. It's always cool to hear what someone's doing and how they're they're listening to the show. Uh anyone else get weird vibes from that call or the sounds in the background on that call?
3: Uh I was sitting here and I was going, What the hell is that in the background?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh it, I, mean I, first, mean, I, I mean it
3: may have been something it may have been something where he was working. I don't know where he was at. It sounded like maybe he got out of a car or something yeah. with the beeping at first. Yeah. But I mean, I was like hearing what sounded like maybe
0: talking or some something being said or some, yeah it was just weird. it sounded like breathy talking like it like yes. like it didn't just sound like someone's outside walking around and there's wind. It sounded like there was breathy talking in that wind sound, and there was another area of it uh where it almost sounded like i at first I thought it was an animal, but i don't I think it's like right around here
4: face the window
5: that here we go
4: yeah windowsill of the basement window uh i found one uh in the the hell is that looks got a dragon or something basement basement in the background the water here and the furnace is, is that and uh you know i I, I found them in like the weirdest places like you know uh, i
0: think that that's it I don't know, it's like, as, in the it's like as he got further into talking about demons and that sort of stuff is when it all kind of kicked in. And then when he was really talking about it is when like the real breathy stuff was going on. I would
3: love to get a copy of that audio and throw yeah. it in, uh, like cool it and, and analyze it a little bit and have some people listen to it and just see what we think that might be.
0: Yeah. I'm going to send you that one. I'll, uh, I'll send oh, it to you crap. here during the next call that, okay. Not planned anybody. I know it's Halloween, but, um, that was not planned. I grabbed the calls. I wanted to make sure they were audible. I didn't listen to the full details of the story, but well, that's a good way to start off the Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's how this show works half the time. It just works. Uh, there's a theme. It kind of comes together. We never make it up. The, everything just, it's its so bizarre. If you listen to the show for any length of time, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, all right. Uh, 855- 853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online. Uh, let's jump over here to this call. Hi, you are on the air.
5: Hi, my name is Brent. I live in Evansville, Indiana, and You guys have had stories on your show before that were relayed. Someone called and said my friend had this experience and told me about it. That's what happened here. I actually was not directly involved. But uh, in a way I'm kind of happy. As much as I love the paranormal, this uh, is not something I'd really want to be part of. But um, here in Evansville we have income-based housing units. One of them is a place called White Oak Manor. I love it. I just moved out a couple months ago but less than a month after i moved in a friend of mine who lived there and i were sitting outside talking he explained what happened to him there is definitely activity in that building i've heard more than one story from different parts of the building of people who have had paranormal things happen to them on a regular basis but what he told me was that at one time he lived in apartment 412 and he had multiple paranormal things happen to him, but one night, whatever this thing was, it was bad. One night, he's listening to a CD and the CD starts to warp and sound really weird. So he's getting up to, um, he's getting up to change the song or you know fiddle with it to make it sound better. Something grabs him, drags him across his apartment and he ends up with bite marks from whatever this thing is it freaked him out so it's about 4 5 o'clock in the morning he goes outside to the smoking area because he's freaked out at this point so he sits there and his buddy mike is out there mike believes in the paranormal he likes it just like i do And he sits out there talking to Mike and he just kind of casually says, well, I haven't even had my morning coffee yet. And he explains what happened to Mike and Mike says, okay, let's go see if we can get EVPs. Mike grabs his little uh, digital audio recorder. They head up there. Mike immediately feels something when they get to the apartment, but they go in and they check the place out. Everything seems to be all right. But when they play it back, as they're approaching the apartment you literally hear a deep voice say morning coffee which to my friend it uh sank in hard with him because it meant that whatever it was was outside with him i guess it's his way of saying that you can't get away from me by going outside but it seems that after that because he had bite marks all over his body he had bite marks in places you can't reach with your mouth so he couldn't have done it himself, all right? But after this happened, he he tells me the activity kind of calmed down. So him and I kind of agreed that it had gone too far and pushed the envelope too much to where any more of this crap, and he's going to start, you know, trying to get rid of me, so I better start being good. Um, But it was definitely a bad spirit. And... uh And I had only lived in the building for maybe two or three weeks at this point. But I was living alone. So I thought it was a good idea. After that discussion, I sat and talked to him forever that night. But after that discussion, I walked back to my apartment. And going inside, I stood there and I I decided to have a little chat with anything I might have. I'd never had anything happen to me. But... um, Standing in my apartment, I decided just to address whatever might be there and explain, because I am a Christian. I'm not a very good Christian, I'll admit it. I'm not, you know, the best when it comes to following the rules, but I am a Christian. So I come inside and I lock my door and I say, if anything's here, if you don't honor the Lord Jesus, get out of my apartment. And if you're going to be evil toward me or my dog or my family, get out of my apartment and I actually never had anything happen. Um, I did have a friend who is sensitive come to the building and she said my apartment seemed clear of anything, but we went down the elevator into the main area of the apartment building where the office is. Right when you get off the elevator, as you're turning, you're gonna go around to go to the back. As you get off that elevator, she said she felt a very bitter, angry woman. And it, it actually disturbed her a little bit because she did not like the vibe she got off this lady. Um, but it was a spirit of just a vicious old old woman. So that's my story. Hope you guys like it. It'd be cool to hear it on the show. I do listen. Not an EPP. Maybe I should become one right now. we got to think about finances. Um... But it doesn't cost that much, so subscribing wouldn't be a bad idea. Plus, I get to hear that extra episode each week. Um, but you guys have a good day. Bye.
0: Thank you for sharing that uh, experience with us. Yeah. So I go into uh,
3: immediately go into investigator mode, and I look up White Oak Manor in Evansville, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it's this big white building built in 1971. I think there's 115 units, seven floors. It's just, it's big. Yeah. It's big. And so what I liked about what he said was that he basically laid down the law in his own apartment. Yeah. And if you've got stuff going on in your house, in your apartment, your life, and you want to put a stop to it, you got to make that first step and try that because it sounds like that may have worked, but just looking at the building I could see that there could be some stuff going on there
0: oh I see it yeah it's one of those it's a, it's a big big apartment building back when they used to build apartment buildings like this
3: almost looks like a, like a, a hospital out of that time you know it's got that same yeah. white white walls and yeah
0: huge it's kind of the, the Chernobyl uh, ar- uh, architecture style of the 80s where everything's really cold <laughs> <laughs> and just, yep, or seventies. Yep. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I could see that. There's a lot of people who would have come and gone through those doors. Uh, my, my thought when he was talking about uh, if you're here to harm my, my dog, my family, or me, uh, or and he listed a couple things. If you were the entity, can't you go? Well, he didn't list what I was going after. I'm going to go haunt the fish. And and then that's your way into the house and then you can torment everything else because you were just going after the fish and he did not cover the fish. You got to think about everything something could haunt. <laughs> oh God, you'd lay awake their... at night worrying about everything. Exactly. Like, oh shit, did I mention he can't go after that mouse that keeps getting into the kitchen either? Uh, 855-853-4802 is our number. Hi.
1: Hi, Tony. Um, my name is Sarah. I just tried to call my brain just would not let me talk um so as I said I don't know if I've told you the story already or if not so if I haven't you know I guess just <laughs> I'll do what you do but um, if I have then I'm still working on trying to go through backlog through the uh, through the uh, catalog uh, my my I'm trying. I have to hear it whenever my daughter's not around um she's uh, she's not old enough yet but um so the story happened about maybe a year or two no two years ago it was during uh twenty twenty in in june um my uh my stepmom my stepmom Was in hospice care, and for a couple days, my dad and my brother kept telling me, "Be ready, be ready," because they're telling me, they're telling uh, us, because that she's not going to survive, you know, for a while. So be ready to be, you know, for the call and everything like that. Well, during the night, I'm asleep, and my brother calls me and tells me that she's passed away. Now. The thing about my stepmother is that she wasn't exactly a very nice person. Um, she was very narcissistic. Uh, she had to make everything about about her. And to the point where she made, um, even my wedding, she was adamant to be, you know, at least part of center stage. Um, and I still regret not like stepping in and saying no but um, uh, so when she passed like we didn't even have a funeral with her be- for her because she had made so many people mad at her and not like her that we knew that you making a funeral was basically going to be a waste of money um, so we just gave her body to the the, uh, funeral home and they, uh, cremated her. And then we gave her body back to her, uh, her family. Um, a couple weeks afterwards, uh, my dad, my brother and I had been talking about her and, you know, it just, it was just kind of like a conversation and, and We just kind of went to bed all that night. I wake up because I feel like something is in the room with me and my husband. And suddenly I have this vision of my stepmother and she's you can see her. She's crying. She's pleading like, you know, please, please, please help, you know, help her. She wanted help. And as I'm watching her, and I'm I'm too stunned to speak, but as I'm watching her, this gigantic black mass comes up from the floor and swallows her and pulls her down. And I was just like, oh, um, hmm. <laughs> and so I just was, interested I, I was just like i know where she is um so later on a couple couple weeks later my dad is talking to us and she she comes back up and he goes well i hope she's in a good place and she's you know she's able to rest in peace and i go no she's not and i told my dad and he's just like you saw this i go yep he's And he just looks at me and that was the last time he ever talked about her afterlife ever. Um, so I thought I'd go ahead and share, uh, this with you guys. Um, see what you think. All right. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thank you for sharing that with us. That's a fun perspective on everything. Dark, dark, dark. Very much so.
3: We've all, we've all, I think we all have like a member of our family that, uh, seems to be a lot like the stepmother, you know, where they make everything about them. Sure. Whether it's, whether it's our immediate family or somewhere at their aunt or uncle or a cousin or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you just, in, in the, the way they make the entire family feel and people feel, I mean, you almost think if they're going to carry that energy that they've had on earth to the afterlife in some way, shape or form, uh, they're prone to have something like this happen. Now, I, I would be. I would probably have to clean up my out my underwear if I saw a black mass come up and swallow somebody. Yeah. Um. But you know, it, whether whether it happened uh, literally or f- somehow figuratively, or I, I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, dark, dark stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I, those those types of people, you almost like hope. Okay. Well, on the other side, are they going to be like enlightened and realize what a narcissist they've been and kind of go and change those ways, or do you stay that way over there too?
3: Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine? You it, just like, you yeah. go, you die, you go and your family's there and yeah. that individual still doing the same stuff. It's they still always the same
0: did. shit. It's not like, like, Oh, I thought like everyone was going to be like, not themselves anymore, <laughs> or, or <laughs> like the better version of themselves. Oh, everyone's still going to stick with the same bullshit. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go find another family.
3: <laughs> yep, exactly. And, and you won't see me again for another 20 years. Like when I was on earth, you know, I'm just going to stay away from the family.
0: Exactly. It's like, if it's negative and it's pulling you down, down, I do not see anything wrong with it. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number. Hi.
2: Hello, this is Dawn. Um, I wanted to, you were asking a question about why some people, some spirits are seen mutilated when stuff happens to them and some spirits are seen just fine or um, present themselves at a younger age in their life. Um, I tend to, I, I've had these same questions my whole life, being um, plagued, like I told you, with, um, having the capability of being a sensitive, uh, running the family. I've had millions of questions as to who, what, when, where, why, and how, and, and everything, and chased religions to find answers and, and everything. So I have come to the conclusion that if I am curious about something and I sit back and just listen, almost like your gut instinct, um, signs your soul tribe, um, whatever names people have for things um, they're there and they're, they're here with us always um, you have a question um, they will answer it you just gotta be open to it not analyze everything I w- can sit here and say not to analyze everything I still do it myself but there's times where I'm just like knock it off and I just shut my brain off and I just listen And um, but to tell you about the spirits some spirits are trapped um, some spirits punish themselves and they make themselves stay here. Like the ones that commit suicide because we're taught that it's wrong. Um, that you'll go to H-E double hockey sticks and whatnot. Um, I have a different belief system in that. Um, I believe that we're here all to learn lessons. Um, some people have many lifetimes to live, to learn. Some people have to repeat stuff over and over and over and, in other lifetimes, you know, uh, Work five lifetimes when they could have just did it all in one lifetime if they just would have sat back and not fought themselves. Um, But the point of the matter is the life lesson that you learned that you're supposed to learn in that life and you killed yourself, all you're doing is on the next life because you will come back, um, you'll be double loading um, stuff on your back, which isn't fun because as we all know, life is a tough cookie sometimes. And it is all lessons. That's why when people are like, oh, I'm cursed, I'm jinxed. No, you're, um, you need to step back and you need to realize, you need to tell yourself, what is the universe trying to teach me? Some people say God. I say universe. Um, but some people are trapped. Other ones cross over and go home. Um, and supposedly, I mean, Like, my grandmother will show herself to me in the image that I know her of. I don't know her when she was 20, so when she comes and sees me, she will show herself in the image that I know her. Um, Some people uh, like being young. You know, they loved how they looked when they were 20, so they will show themselves, you know, in in their 20s. It's their preference, their choice, just like you have a preference and you have a choice. Um, The trapped souls, I think that's different. They're not vibrating at a higher frequency. They're not aware. They're, they're, um, making their own hell for them is the best way that I can put it is, is really the, the existence of what they speak of hell is you create it yourself. You do it to yourself. Um, not that I'm not saying that people that do horrible things don't get punished because you do. Um, there is payments due. For all that you do you are taught with an instinct inside you to know right from wrong and you know right from wrong i don't give a care who you are um but yeah i just wanted to call and express that to you so you can even listen to your gut listening to this and either it sits right or it doesn't you go with your own truth but that's the truth that i believe because um, that's what i was told you know, the knowledge that I let sink
0: in. Um, have a good day. Thanks for sharing those thoughts. An interesting, or not int- well, interesting, yes, but uh, a good perspective to look at there.
3: Yeah, and uh, a lot of what she had to say resonates with how I try and live my life. I I won't lie mm-hmm. and, and tell you that I didn't burst out laughing when she said H-E double hockey sticks, but other than that, I know. Uh, stri- <laughs> I just love that so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think she's right though, in general. I mean, if you really follow your gut and you really think about it in that those respects, you pretty much can answer the questions that need answering in your life.
0: So nice thought. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for sharing that uh, with us. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online. If you want to share your real ghost stories with us, And uh, if you have not yet, sign up to become an extra podcast person. An EPP at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Get access to all the bonus episodes, advanced episodes, and uh, the whole archive. All of it commercial free. We do greatly appreciate that. It's only five bucks a month. Until next time, for Todd and all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, happy
4: Halloween. Thanks for listening.